0: We're in a Japanese prisoner-of-war camp for captured British soldiers. The prison camp is in Thailand, close to a river, the River Kwai. And the Japanese who run the camp are making the prisoners build a bridge. It's terrible work. The Japanese officers were not known for their kindness. Ernest Gordon was a prisoner of war of the Japanese in this camp, and he was one of the few who survived. He takes up his true story in his book, Miracle on the River Kwai. The day's work had just ended. It had been a very hot afternoon, but now the evening breeze was just beginning to pick up. The tools, shovel, forks, etc., were being counted as usual. The guards always counted them every day to make sure that no British prisoners had hidden them away for use later. As the group was about to be dismissed, the Japanese guard shouted that one shovel was missing. He insisted that someone had stolen it to sell to the Thais. Striding up and down before the men, he ranted and denounced them for their wickedness, their evil, and most unforgivable of all, their ingratitude to the Emperor. As he raved, he worked himself up into a paranoid fury. Screaming in broken English, he demanded that the guilty man must step forward to take his punishment. No one moved. The guard's rage reached new heights of violence. The thief must come forward! He said. Nobody moved. The thief must come forward or all will die. All die, all die, he shrieked. To show that he meant what he said, he cocked his rifle, put it to his shoulder and looked down the sights, ready to fire at the first man standing at the end of the line. Just at that moment, one soldier stepped forward, stood stiffly to attention and said calmly, I did it. The guard unleashed all his whipped-up hate, He kicked the helpless prisoner and beat him with his fists. Still, the soldier stood rigidly to attention, with the blood streaming down his face. His silence goaded the guard to an excess of rage. Seizing his rifle by the barrel, he lifted it high over his head and with a final blow brought it down on the skull of the soldier, who sank limply to the ground and did not move. Although it was perfectly clear that he was dead, the guard continued to beat him and stopped only when he himself was exhausted. The men of the work, the prisoners, picked up their comrade's body, shouldered their tools and marched back to camp. When they got back, the tools were counted again at the guardhouse, And they found they had made a mistake. There was no shovel missing. So an innocent man gives his life so that, so that others can live. And Jesus gave that, all that, and even more. We think today about the cost of God's love. First of all, he gave up being God he put it all to one side he laid it all aside to become a man secondly he gave up being a man he gave up his earthly life everything it means to be a human being to feel to touch to hear to see he knows what life is like for each of us and he knows what it means to lose it and thirdly he went through torture to death you know it seems that creation for God was easy We read in Genesis that God created the universe, everything from the distant galaxies, the constellations, the sun, the planets, and our own world, from nothing. And then he created all the creatures, all the flowers, the mountains, and the rivers. And then he created us. But it seems it was all effortless. He did it all with ease. It was well within his power. Creation for God was easy, but salvation or redemption was another matter coming after us and getting us back. Buying back his own creation was so, so difficult. So what's our response? As C.S. Lewis put it, what matters with God is not how far away you are, but which direction are you facing. When Jesus was crucified, he was crucified with two thieves. They were thieves, maybe worse, maybe they were murderers, I don't know. But they had committed crimes and they were being punished. They were both a long distance from God, far, far away. And these two thieves are kind of representative of everyone today. See, one thief chose his direction. He hurled abuse. Aren't you supposed to be the Christ? Why don't you save yourself and us? He chose his direction. The second thief was just as far away, but he chose a different direction. We're getting what we deserve, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Jesus, will you remember me? He too was a long way from God. In fact, probably couldn't have been further away that day. But that very day, he started going in the right direction. Every person in this world today is like one of those two. So the question is, which direction are you headed in?